Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody out there. Welcome back to Positively Wrestling. I am Tim Kennard, and joining me, as always, is the heel to my baby face, the brain to my gorilla, the all-in battle royal casino match to my casino ladder match. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you just said to me. I know. It's almost like a foreign language, actually. (laughs) But that's okay. Steve, how you doing? Did you ever realize that monday nitro is just a slightly altered pronunciation of monday night raw yeah i realized it just now <laughs> i realized it like 25 years ago but just never thought to mention it to you so here we are <laughs> all right well that's yeah it's weird i mean it's cool i think they cool did that thing. on i think it was yeah. on purpose. yeah because i mean why but, why else nitro mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. yep me other than well technically they were on tnt you could draw a correlation a little bit there mm-hmm. but i think part of it would also be because it kind of sounds like monday night raw mm-hmm. they never mentioned it they never said anything about it, but i think it was on purpose it very well could be that is crazy to think Bring about observations yes that's what i well, do we, we got a lot of stuff to talk about <laughs> this week um of course, uh, we hope everybody enjoyed our special uh, episode uh, that we had this past, uh, this previous week. We couldn't do our regular show, so we threw up that draft special, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very cool and fitting that we we're able to drop that the night one of the draft, which we're going to be talking all about that for sure. Uh, lots of big moves. But I want to start, uh, before we get to the three count, as I mentioned in the description uh of the of last week's show uh big announcement big things big things popping little things stopping here at positively wrestling and uh we're going to be doing a new show and basically we're going to be shifting we'll say changing Uh, formats changing formats um we will be evolving if you will to a new show and that will be positively wrestling evolved um we've both talked about it at length before about how a lot of the catalyst that really got us to start the podcast you know we had talked about it a few times before over the years um but what really lit the fire of course was hanukkah mora yeah and the tragic tragic events there and we wanted to put that positive spin on wrestling but we've been doing the show we've always talked about this that we have a passion for women's wrestling uh and what the women do and they don't get the appreciation that they should in my view uh, and Agreed. and we want to put as much spotlight on it as we can so we are going to be moving to a more women's focused show. Um, we'll be covering 
you know, all the major promotions that we can. We're going to get in as much as we can. We hope to yeah. cover all of it. Might not be able to get to all of it. All I don't think time. that's possible, it's but not we'll, do, possible. we'll do what we can. But we will try our hardest to get it all in there. Uh, now, we will still be doing, you know, bonus episodes like our retro reviews and, you know, fun stuff like the draft special, any kind of like thing that and a retro reviews. So well, that'll be positively wrestling retro. Uh, when we put the title on the shows, I'm going to be doing a kind of weekly recap uh, of stuff. Uh, and that'll be the positively wrestling week cap where it'll just be a shorter show where I just pop in with any major news announcements and results to, to big matches that have happened over the past week. Um, that way you still get a lot of the same content, but most of our discussions and our in-depth breakdowns and opinions, we're going to, uh, save for the Positively Wrestling Evolve show and talk about the women. I'm excited. I think this is very, very cool. I, yeah. I'm really excited for us to, to, to take this, this leap and clear this hurdle and go in this new direction. Uh, I think it's going to be great. We hope that everyone here will, will come along with us uh, with all the different stuff we're going to be doing. Please, we hope you do. We hope you enjoy all wrestling as much as we do, especially the women. Um, but uh, let's see, what date did we say? Um, that's going to be the show on October 29th. Yes, the show that drops on October 29th, that will be the first show in our rebranding, if you will, and our refocus on content. Yeah, you know, we, we really started talking about this around WrestleMania time, so we've been discussing it for a little while. Um, I think for me, that Dark Side of the Ring had a little bit to do with it too. Yep. Um, pushing, pushing me and wanting to go this direction, but also look, we're kind of the way we're doing it now is, is great and it's fun, but it's kind of what everybody's doing. Yeah. Like if you want to hear about Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre and, and all of that, you can hear about that anywhere. Everybody else is talking about that. And so we want to kind of give you a little something different that, not everybody is doing um, two guys who know nothing about women, but a little bit about wrestling, talking about women's wrestling. There you go. Uh, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's the idea. But look, if you love wrestling, you love wrestling. We're talking about wrestling. It's still about wrestling. We're just kind of narrowing our focus uh, to put the spotlight, on, put the spotlight on people that don't get enough of the spotlight. Yes. Agreed. And you never so, know. WWE, yeah, go ahead. I was like, you might find a promotion that we talk about that you haven't checked out. And because yeah. we talk about it, you want to check it out. That's great. That's awesome. I want to grow the audience, not only for us, but for all wrestling product and especially eyeballs to be on the great athletes uh, in the women's divisions uh, across the board. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So WWE will do NXT, AEW, Impact, uh, of course, Stardom. Uh, the weekend that first show drops first time in over a year, shimmer returns. Yep. Uh, yep. we just got the announcement that women of wrestling coming back next year. Yep. Um, AEW's announced a new women's championship. So yep. there's lots going on here around the world of women's wrestling and the more spotlight we can bring to it, the better. And also I think I'm just going to be happier. I think it's going to be easier for me to be positive. I'm positively <laughs> wrestling when I'm not complaining about the young bucks slapping their legs all the time. Like they're well, on E-haw. 
Well, that's true. I, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so please, uh, we hope you stick around and please join us as we do this new venture again, starting on the 29th, Friday, the 29th. So uh, yeah, so very cool, cool stuff coming. But uh, let's get back to today. And uh, we, we had to take a pause for a week, but we had a three count. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you had challenged the kind of very straightforward to the point, three favorite money in the bank cash ins. Um, and I had a lot of fun going back and rewatching some stuff. Um, and then just kind of realizing, man, there's a lot of money in the bank cash ins. You forget how many right. and how long yeah. it's been around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess I shall kick the things off with number three for me, June 17th, 2018, at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Not only does Alexa Bliss win the Money in the Bank match, she cashes in 30 minutes later yep. <laughs> after causing the DQ in the Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey match. And ends up beating Nia Jax to become the champion. Uh, absolutely loved it. Lo- I mean, just love Alexa Bliss. Plus, as much as I was excited for Ronda Rousey to kind of come into the WWE, I was n- not anxious for her to just go straight to the top and win the belt yet. So yeah. I was happy that Alexa put a little buffer in there. Yeah. And I liked the Alexa versus Ronda. Mm-hmm. It, it was a little buffer it wasn't yeah, a long it buffer. wasn't a long one yeah just a little bit um yeah. but yeah that's why it's my number number three i just absolutely love that moment i thought it was cool just because one and then boom immediately cash in it was great mm-hmm. yep was great yep yep very good one very good one for me my number three we're going back to 2010 when randy orton was a victim of the miz ah the miz getting his first wwe championship cashing in randy orton hobbling around couldn't do it one uh one skull skull crushing finale later and the Miz has won his first wwe championship and you know not everybody was happy about this especially angry Miz girl yeah out there in the audience she, <laughs> she's but she's still a celebrity due to that one moment um I was happy because I was not a Randy Orton fan um, <laughs> and I was very entertained by the Miz. And so anytime I saw Randy Orton lose a title, it made me pretty happy. Um, so I had the Miz getting my number three. Yeah. And actually I, uh, this one was swirled around my list and I, what I really love in this match at the end, well, I mean this impromptu match, obviously for the cash mm-hmm. in is the, uh, you know, cause the, the RKO is out of nowhere, but in this, the Miz out of nowhere, Randy Orton by reversing the RKO into that yeah. school crushing finale, which I thought was really, really cool. I loved it as a reversal. But yes, yeah, love this pick at number three. Number two for me, and this may come as a surprise. Okay. Because I think a lot of people, based on what they've heard on the show, would think this would be my number one, but it's not. Okay. March 29th, 2015, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. Cashes in to make the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar one on one match a triple threat affair and just comes in, wins the belt. What a mania moment! Crowd goes ballistic. Um, but yeah, I, I just love this. Yeah, I love this. it's definitely the highest profile, it's mm-hmm. the one people most talk about to this day. 
Um, I mean, it's, it was in the main event of WrestleMania. Like, yeah. you can't get bigger than that. Um, and another reason that it really is high up for me is um, earlier in the day before the show started, I did my on Facebook, my little predictions for what was going to happen. And I actually predicted that he would cash in and it would be in a triple threat match. Mm, okay. So at that point, I was like, someone at WWE hire me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started to suspect when he lost to Randy Orton earlier in the night, because that's how WWE works. Yeah. Right. Um, they don't build you up strong. They want you to be the weakest champion you could possibly be. Um, <laughs> so once he lost, I started to think, hmm, he might actually cash in tonight. Um, yeah, so not surprised that's on your list for sure. Um, for me, my number two going way back Ooh. to 2006. Boom. When Rob Van Dam called his shot. He didn't do yes. it like anybody else. Nope. And nobody else to this day has done it this way. He, he won the money in the bank, and then he said, all right, John Cena, I want my shot in a few weeks at ECW One Night Stand. This was the yeah. second One Night Stand pay-per-view. Um, just, I, I love the, the, the ballsiness of that, yes. of RVD not, not taking the coward's way out, giving John Cena plenty of time to prepare, but you got to do it in front of my people in the Hammerstein ballroom. And boy, were those Rob Van Dam's people. Yes. That was a hostile crowd that night. I mean, it's still etched in my mind. If Cena wins, we riot and they would have. Yes. They meant it. That was the first time we saw a sign like that. They meant it. Every other crowd after them, bunch of posers, they meant it. They would have rioted. Yeah. Um, the match was fantastic. Yes. Um, I loved uh, Cena stuck it to them too when he did whatever. Maybe his leg dropped off the top or whatever it was and they chanted same old shit yeah. at him. And so he did something different and new that he hadn't done before right in that moment. And it's like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, so I like that. The only thing, I just wish an actual referee had made the three count and not Paul Heyman. That, yeah. That's always put a little bit of a damper on that match for me. But other than that, yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic choice at number two. And for all the reasons you said and more, it's my number one. Ah, okay. I absolutely love this cash. And again, because he did call this shot. He's like, I want Mm -hmm. you to be at the top of your game. I want to say I beat you. Mm -hmm. Not by surprise. Now, granted, yes, there were shenanigans. Yeah, (laughs) We have Edge to thank. And I love the thank you, Edge, when he revealed... After taking the motorcycle helmet off. I love all of that. Kind of flash forwarding to CM Punk's debut uh, on Rampage. Somebody in the crowd had the sign. If, if, if Punk is here, we riot, but that was supposed to be meant in a good way. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) But I mean, we've seen tons of those signs since. Yeah. And notice they still didn't riot. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still a bunch of posers. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were getting free ice cream. So yeah. uh, that, that's right. That's all. Yeah, we can't do anything. We won't get the ice cream if we're right. right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, but getting back to this cash in, you're right. You know, Heyman coming down and making the count does put a, a tiny asterisk yeah. next to it. Um, but I mean, it was ECW and he is the head dude, ECW. Yeah. So. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, 
But yeah, it does take a little bit away from it. But yeah, it took it away from me in the moment because I wasn't sure if it counted. Right. So I didn't know, like, should I be celebrating? So it really, it took something out of the moment for me. It made you doubt what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, I was waiting for a dusty finish. Ah, yeah. uh, good Lord. They would have rioted still. Yeah. Well, yeah. even the next night on Raw. Oh, that's true. Like that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That way you save yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love the uh, the t-shirt moment that went on for what oh, seemed yes. like forever when Cena yeah. was trying to throw his t-shirt to the crowd and they kept throwing it back. Yeah. Every single person. I think it even yeah. went to a kid at one point and the kid <laughs> threw it back. And I'm like, wait, was yeah. there a kid at the, at the Hammerstein ballroom? I don't remember well, that. We'll say a younger, not, I won't, maybe not a child. Okay. But maybe like a 12 or 13 year old. Okay. Something like that. I think. <laughs> I think if I'm remember Four year old. but but yeah, no, that's why four, four year old, like, where's the Sandman? Where's this? <laughs> where's my Budweiser milk? Uh, but yeah, that's why it's my number one. Love. The four year old is the one who brought the cane Dewey sign. Yes. Yeah. Um, my number one. <sighs> Got to go to the first also 2006 edge cashing in on John Cena. I've crapped a lot on Edge's recent run, but I'm actually a fan. I like Edge. I just want him booked like he's, you know, not going to be around every day today. Um, yeah, and uh, I was so sick of John Cena's booking at this point in 2006, like many of us were. And uh, at Elimination Chamber, after Cena gets through that Elimination Chamber match, here comes Edge. I felt it coming because earlier in the night, Edge had had a match and had, again, I think lost it mm. and was being interviewed in the back and said, I've got other more important things to worry about. And walked off. And I thought, ooh, ooh, I bet I know what that is. And sure enough, he came out. He won the championship. It was so nice to have <laughs> someone who wasn't Cena as champion the next day. Like I, I was whistling at work. Like I was the eighth dwarf <laughs> um, in such a good mood. But unfortunately this was kind of the beginning of WWE's tendency to give someone a title for just a couple of weeks um, before putting it back on, on their chosen one, which we've seen so often yes. in, in the years since then hadn't really been a thing up to this point. I thought this was, the start of a run for edge and it wasn't um in fact he never really had a title run all those championship reigns he's had never really had a real run um which is unfortunate but this moment was a fantastic moment one i still remember made me feel good i was in a good mood the next day so it's my and i didn't have a doubt it was countered by a referee i knew i could celebrate it so it was my uh my number one that is awesome. Yes, I I, I I share the enthusiasm that you had when Edge cashed in and won. Because again, it was I was again just tired of Cena's booking. It's like, come yeah. on, uh, love Cena. Think he's way more talented than people ever give him credit for. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but at the time, it was just like, yeah. Because I mean, it's and same thing like with Roman Reigns at that one point where he was just mm-hmm. kind of being shoved down our throats, and I was just yeah. tired of it. I love Roman Reigns now that he's got the right direction going. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, one of my yeah. favorites. Um, yep. Must see TV in wrestling, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is a great, great number one. Um, yeah, loved it. I uh, love it. It's a great list. I think it's a fun one to yeah. relive the Money in the Banks. 
Yeah. All right. Um, what do you have for next week? Okay. For next week. And I guess I'm jumping the gun a little bit early, but since we are doing our aforementioned change in format, uh, I am uh, going to do a Survivor Series themed oh, recount. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's kind of straightforward. What are your three favorite Survivor Series teams? Oh, the teams. I was expecting matches. Okay, the actual teams. Okay. And I mean, because I figure we're going to talk about the match they're in anyway. Yeah. But there could be maybe two, maybe two of your top three favorite teams were in the same match. Mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. So, but I thought that would be a fun one. I, and I love Survivor Series. I really want them to bring back classic Survivor Series. It's never going to happen. I know. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with uh, I can you. dream. It, it, yeah. And it was, it wouldn't. I would still like it. It wouldn't quite have the same special feeling as it did before because we're constantly seeing a bunch of tag team matches every week anyway. That's true. Um, before, we were seeing combinations that we never got to see on TV, and that was part of what made it fun. Um, but still, yeah, it would. I'd like them to bring that that uh, unique flair to Survivor Series back again. There's so many ways to book those matches. Yeah. That would be unpredictable and things booking choices we don't see every day. But I don't know. that. I mean, you can, too often they even go in the predictable directions with them too. Yeah, but I mean, you could you could put so much story into it too, because like hit row plus one person versus another kind of faction team mm-hmm. that's ready made, like would have been perfect in NXT mm-hmm. versus uh, uh, Legato del Fantasma. Yeah, Legato del Fantasma. So there, there's just so many things that could be done with it if they approached it the right way, mm-hmm. but. Again, yeah. I don't think we're. I think we're just have to settle for the blue versus the red, and yep. that'll be it. The the one, well, maybe two. They they've done a women's. A oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The two the two matches, which I mean, I'm still all here for. Yeah, because you can do a lot of creative booking. You can make a lot of people look good. Yeah. Um, I'm sick of the blue and the red shirts. Like we know we're fans. We know who's on what show. You don't have to keep reminding us. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just on. looks weird to me. Not seeing them, seeing them cover up their regular gear with these shirts. It's just, it, it's an eyesore to me. Yeah. But yeah. So cool. We'll have that for our three count next week. I've already got some in mind, but I'll have to go through the comprehensive list and see if I'm forgetting anything. Ah, excellent. Um, let's jump into the show. And, uh, like I say, lots to talk about, mostly the draft. The draft is pretty much the big thing. Um, and I've got all the picks pulled okay. up here. I don't think we have to go through every one, but let's hit the big ones. Yep. So um, let's see. Well, I mean, right off the top, Roman Reigns staying on SmackDown. Yeah. Not a big surprise. Right. Big E staying on Raw. Again, not a big surprise. Right. Charlotte Flair was the first kind of surprise. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And she moves from Raw to SmackDown. Yeah. Which uh, then Bianca goes from SmackDown to Raw. Once yeah. Charlotte moved, that didn't wasn't much of a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I still hate it. I still hated to see it. I wanted Bianca to stay on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, McIntyre uh, going from Raw to SmackDown. Arcade. Now, what, what has been my prediction for months, Tim? That he's going to get moved to SmackDown. <laughs> and do what? And possibly beat Roman Reigns. Yeah, I've been calling for months since basically he lost the uh, WWE Championship. I've been saying he's going to be the one to to beat Roman. I, I 
very possible. It is yeah. now, now it's, it's a real possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait and see uh, RK bro staying on raw, the new day uh, going from raw to SmackDown, splitting them up again, again, mm-hmm. not again, not a big surprise because I know they want big E to shine on his own. Right. So I think for that reason, it's good that they got moved. Yeah. Um, plus you kind of freshen up the tag scene over on SmackDown. We did see a lot of teams get moved or just outright get destroyed in the draft. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so new day going to SmackDown edge coming to raw happy Corbin and madcap Moss coming. No, staying on SmackDown, excuse me, mm-hmm. staying on SmackDown, uh, Nikki Ash and Rhea. Do, do they need, do they need to wear blue shirts? So you know what? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. (laughs) Rhea and Nikki. So those shirts are all your fault because you can't keep up. I can't keep up. I'm slow, man. I'm slow on the uptake. Dang it, Um, Women's champions staying on Raw. Uh, They were the only, well, I won't say the only, but pretty much the only women's tag team to survive the draft. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Hit Row was uh, getting called up from yep. NXT. They're coming to SmackDown, all four, and I am I'm in. I yeah, think they're gonna. Absolutely. I think they're. I think they're main roster ready made. Yep, and I think they're gonna shine. Yeah, I almost would have thought they would do better on Raw, but they'll do good on SmackDown too. They'll do fine. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like it. I like it. Uh. Keith Bearcat Lee, uh, who has returned, he is on Raw uh, and staying there. Naomi staying on SmackDown, much to the chagrin of Sonya Deville. Right? Uh, Why does it matter? She's she works on both shows. Yeah, Why does it matter to her? <laughs> She's just complaining that no one fired Naomi. That's really yeah. it. Yeah, it's just it's weird. Uh, the Mysterios moving from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, Jeff Hardy going from Raw to SmackDown. Austin Theory called up from NXT, and he'll yeah. be joining the Raw brand. And as I all... liked what they did with him on Raw, we'll see how it goes. We've yeah. tried this before with yes. Austin Theory on the main roster. I still can't believe he wrestled at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's ridiculous, ridiculous. The people who were left off WrestleMania and Austin Theory's out there. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Then we had a bunch of, uh, oh, we'll see. We'll do these first here. Uh, then on, that was what basically went down on SmackDown was that. And then they had the supplemental draft. And we saw a lot of moves mm-hmm. in that. Team split up. That's kind of where a lot of the teams were split up. Yeah. Alpha Academy survived the split, but they did get yeah. moved to Raw. Uh, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz both come to Raw. Um Dewdrop, Drake Maverick staying on Raw. Gulak goes to SmackDown. Morrison stays Raw. Mace goes to SmackDown, but mm-hmm. uh, T-Bar stays on Raw. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Mansoor and uh, Mustafa Ali both going to SmackDown. Nia Jax staying on Raw. R-Truth Raw. Reggie Raw. Like I said, T-Bar staying. Tony Storm staying on SmackDown. Lena Vega moving to Raw. Um, Nia Jax and Tony Storm in the supplemental draft did not sit right with me. Yeah, that's just mm. I, Nia, especially with her history in the company and on television. Yeah, former and, women's champion. Like, really? Supplemental it's draft. Supplemental mm. draft. Yeah, and, and I. It's like, and I, like you could have done more picks in the main stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're Just right do three show. each round. Yeah. Instead of two. And then because all they're doing other, is saying yeah. their name. It's not like there was business going on really right. with them. So yeah. Yeah. Some of the supplemental picks, it does leave a bad taste in your mouth that they think of them as afterthoughts, basically. Oh, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Oh, yeah. More. Uh, going over to uh, night two on Raw, and you called it. I Becky did. Lynch, first pick, moves to Raw. Yep. I uh, said that. With Charlotte being pulled over, there was no one but Becky to be the first pick. And Raw was going to have the first pick on Raw, just like SmackDown had the first pick on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Anybody else would have been ridiculous because if if SmackDown took their women's champion, they're going to want to take SmackDown women, SmackDown's yeah. women's champion. It only makes sense. And there was nobody else that in the storyline would make sense to pick over Becky, both world champions on the men's side had been drafted mm-hmm. rock took himself out of the running mm-hmm. so who else who was left nobody yeah uh agreed so boom and i think they're gonna switch titles it's looking more like that but and we're gonna talk about that yeah artificially balloon their uh title reigns title reigns yep. uh uso it's staying late. on smackdown in what i thought was a missed opportunity. Yeah, there could have been some good storytelling there. And they yeah. just kind of which they're still trying. They they kind of salvaged it with the interview with Kevin Patrick backstage. Yeah. And then bringing up Brock Lesnar and the Usos yeah. just given the death stare. Yeah. And God bless Paul Heyman, man. He is entertaining as heck, man. He's just yeah. like looking all nervous and scared. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt business staying on raw. Um, well, at least Lashley and MVP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why weren't the other two drafted with them? Uh, what I'm assuming is, is once we're done with uh, Crown Jewel, the reform- reformation of the Hurt business is probably done too. <laughs> well, maybe, but still for the draft. Well, I mean, yeah. Why not? It might as well keep them on the same show. What's that going to hurt? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks staying on SmackDown. Uh, Seth like Rollins it. moving to Raw. Not surprising, especially with Becky moving. And Edge yeah. moving to Raw made sense. Right. Uh, Nakamura and Boogs staying on SmackDown. Uh, Damian Priest staying on Raw. Sheamus moving to SmackDown now, having an opportunity to um, become a Grand Slam Grand Slam winner. Yep, yeah, uh, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of hope he gets the chance. I think that would be great for him. He deserves. I it. think it's very very likely. Uh, AJ, he doesn't have to win a world title to do it. He just, yeah. just has to win the secondary title. And I think that's very likely. Yep. AJ and almost staying on Raw. Shayna Baszler moving to SmackDown. And I am thrilled about this. Yes. Yeah. I hope that means good things for her. With what they've been doing the past couple weeks, I think this is great. Now, I am kind of disappointed because I would have loved to see an actual program with her and Dewdrop. Yes. I think that could have been real cool. And I think we're still going to get that match. But I think it's just going to be a one-off, obviously yeah. before the before the switch. Um, but yeah, but excited for Baszler and the new direction, and hopefully they stick with it. Yeah, uh, Kevin Owens going from SmackDown to Raw is actually kind of surprised that they put him in the draft. Um, Why? Well, with all the rumors that in December he might be done and headed out the door. Yeah, but it's October. That's true. It's very, if they didn't very put true. him in the draft, wouldn't that uh, look kind of odd? Well, that's true. Yeah. But, I mean, you could have done him supplementally if you think he's leaving. 
supplemental. Or if you want him to stay, you well, don't. That's true. <laughs> true, true. There, there are great arguments on both sides. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, real excited about this NXT call up here. Zia Lee is joining the SmackDown brand. And that women's division is, I mean, it's gonna, it's condensed, but it's stacked. By the time we get through all these, it's a stacked roster on SmackDown. Raw is just the, has, I think, double the amount of women <laughs> than SmackDown has. Oh, when okay. I, did the, I didn't really look at that. Okay. When I looked at the rosters totally, or actually, I think I yeah. just counted the ones in the draft that went over and it was almost double. Mm-hmm. Um, Street Profits moving to Raw. Again, freshening up the tag team division on both sides, which I, I think is good. Um, Viking Raiders moving to SmackDown. Uh, Finn Balor coming to Raw. A lot of people uh, thinking that he might uh, slot into that Drew McIntyre type and role. He was way too low in this draft. Yes, yes. And I, I get that they want to save some big names for each round because if you just draft all the big names in the first round, then the other rounds are going to be boring. And I kind of understand that, but uh, you got to find a way to keep from uh, making your top talents look like they aren't considered top talents by the networks. Yeah. Agreed. And that's the one thing is like with the draft and how they do it, it's like you could have put more drama into it if you presented it a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, they just came out and it's reading some names off some cards. Yeah. Um, like, why not make it look like the executives are in the back talking or which you know, they've done before. Yeah. yeah. Like the only kind of thing we got, well, actually, well, I'll say for that before we get down to it, but um, yeah. yeah, they could have done way more. Yeah. Um, Ricochet moving to SmackDown. I think that's very good for Ricochet. Hopefully he can kind of get a reboot. Yeah. And uh, carrying uh, cross should have been supplemental, uh, but he's staying on raw. <laughs> Or is he? He was on main event again <laughs> this week. So staying on main event is Karrion Cross. Uh, Garza and Carrillo moving to SmackDown. At least they didn't split them up. After just I, can't, them together. I can't believe they, they took them both. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I just wanted Angel Garza. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't like, I, don't, I don't need Carrillo. You no. could have had him for free. And you're like, I know. no, I'm not going to use him. Uh, <laughs> Uh, another one who I felt went way too late in this draft. Alexa oh, yes. Bliss. Yes. I, she was so late that I messaged my friend Mark and said, I think they're just keeping her out of the draft. Yeah, because we know that she's probably taking some time off because she mm-hmm. has a, a surgery. Uh, yeah. And others who were injured were not in the draft. Yeah. And so that's what I thought. Yeah. Wait, if they were, yeah. The, considering that they did not take her out, way too low. Yes. Um, Cesaro staying on SmackDown, uh, Carmella moving to Raw, uh, Ridge Holland getting called up from NXT, and there was a lot of speculation on this happening because I think he'd been wrestling on main event as well, um, and so a lot of people thought he was because almost almost everybody that had been wrestling on main event kind of got called up <laughs> that mm-hmm. was NXT, um, but he's on his way to SmackDown. Uh, this one was kind of a surprise because we are minimum one year out before he can even set foot in a ring. Mm-hmm. Gable Stevenson. Yeah. Now I get why you do it because he just won the gold medal. Right. So while it's still, you know, strike while the iron's hot, as far as the conversation goes. 
but they had such a weak him and, and no offense to him and his parents, obviously, but the, the scene with him and his parents, like, yeah, I got drafted. It's like, come on, dude, you did that for no one else. You just do it for the one guy. It kind of sticks out like a sore thumb production wise. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be coming to raw, but like I say, he's got commitments in the um, collegiate or well, not collegiate, but the, uh, uh greco-roman wrestling amateur amateur wrestling uh world through i think they said march or might have been may of next year okay before he's done with that yeah um so while he can be training he can't really show up (laughs) Mm -hmm. well or get physical anyway yeah Yeah. um but i will say this and somebody else on another podcast said it and i'm echoing the sentiment is Stop comparing him to Kurt Angle, please. Oh, please. you're Stop setting who? Uh, huh? Who? Well, I mean, they keep mentioning Kurt Angle. Not, I mean, WWE. Unst- some people in WWE do. Uh, people just on other websites and everybody like, okay. quit, yeah, hi- quit hyping him with Kurt Angle. Yes, it's similar, but don't put unwarranted expectations on this guy before he's even gotten in the ring. Right. Like, I hope yeah. he's good. I hope he's awesome. Yeah, um, but Kurt Angle was special. Yeah, but let's not, you know, let's not bury the guy with too high expectations. There, there's, and you see it when it comes to wrestling, but you see it in people when they talk about movies or TV shows or whatever. There's a very binary mindset that something either rules or it sucks, and there's nothing in between. And those people are priming themselves to say he sucks mm-hmm. just if he isn't as good as Angle. And he is very unlikely to be as good as Angle because almost no one is as good as Angle. Mm -hmm. I mean, Angle, arguably one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Top 10, easy. Easy, easy top 10. Um, But yeah, so Gable Steveson. I'm excited for it. Like I say, we're going to have to wait. We got a while to wait. (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, the last pick in the, the draft, as far as the televised draft and perfectly done. Mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn, yeah, who immediately took to Twitter, yeah, and is making it an angle, which is awesome. This is why we love Sammy Zayn, right? But he's staying on SmackDown. Um, now the supplemental here wasn't as not as many people as the from Night One's supplemental. Uh, Data Brooke showed up on Raw. We're gonna talk about that. She uh, stays on Raw. The Dirty Dogs come to Raw just so someone has somebody to lose yeah <laughs> hurt business alexander and benjamin staying on raw why not just draft them <laughs> why not With... just had them in the whole thing the package yeah. jackson Riker stays on raw ginger mahal and shanky go to smackdown <laughs> veer stays on raw <laughs> okay. i don't what? understand yeah what? who on raw is like no that guy I need that guy. Uh, moving from SmackDown to Raw, kind of a surprise. Liv Morgan going to Raw. She should have been drafted on television. Agreed. Agreed. Definitely. I would have preferred she stayed on SmackDown. I, I would have too, but she um, needed to be drafted on television, and I maintain that she was supposed to be. Ooh. I think she was supposed to be because she was promoted as being on Raw Talk before they were done with the show 
that basically gave it away. They're not going to have a new, a new SmackDown superstar on Raw Talk. So that gave away the draft, which means to me, she was supposed to be drafted on TV and they made a last second decision to put somebody else instead. Now we do Whether know that there was some stuff that did not get finalized until right before the show. Yeah. Like so that would before. be, we've seen before, if you pay attention when they promote who's going to be on raw talk, it's always somebody that did something on raw. Yeah. And there have been many times where they've promoted three guests on raw talk, two of them earlier in the night, we'd seen them do something. And the third one hadn't done anything yet. And, and I'd look at it and be like, why? And then by the time the show's over, they've done something. So they have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Same deal here. Liv was supposed to be drafted. They didn't even mention when they talked to her on raw talk, they didn't mention a supplemental draft. They just talked about her being drafted to raw. Ah, good point. Good yeah. point. Yep. Hmm. But yeah, an interesting fact I found out as uh, someone else had pointed on, pointed out online. Uh, if you go back every time Kevin Owens has been drafted to a show. So mm-hmm. has Liv Morgan to the so same show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, Mia Yim. Lucky for Kevin. Yeah. Lucky for Kevin. Yeah. For sure. Mia Yim, which they annotate that she's been drafted from NXT to Raw on this list. No, she has not. Mm. <laughs> Technically, uh, she went from Raw, then supposedly was moved to SmackDown, and then now moved back to Raw. <laughs> yeah. Even though she yeah. never showed up on TV. Right. She was supposed to debut on SmackDown for like six years straight or something. And And then then never happened. (laughs) Never happened. But uh, excited for her to finally get back in the ring. Um, I say Raw has a a wealth of talent in the ladies division. Yeah. To choose from. Uh, Hopefully that means they might start using that three hours a little better and getting a little more shine, a little more. Hopefully the people listening can't see me, but I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah. The Miz staying on Raw. Natalia staying on SmackDown, Shotzi staying on SmackDown, but Tamina and Tegan both going to Raw. And as I said, no female other than the champions, right. no female tag team survived unless unless you count Carmella and uh Zelina as a team. Yeah. Then right. maybe, but as far as the established t- female tag teams that we've had, Mm-hmm. None of them have survived. Hey, I said when they were talking about bringing around tag team championships for the women that it's not going to work. They're not going to to treat them seriously. They're not going to give them the TV time. Now we have two sets of tag titles, one on NXT two, mm-hmm. and I said that shouldn't happen. Well, they can't even focus on one set, and now we have two. And it would be much better now if we didn't have those NXT tag titles so that the actual WWE women's champions have some teams to defend against. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Guys, but because I mean, it really hurt because not that now NXT is doing fine with their yeah, women's tag team fine. division uh, because they have enough talent and enough focus, um, focus on it. Whereas now, it's going to be Rhea and Nikki versus question mark. Mm-hmm. Who's teaming up to come yeah. after those tag belts? <laughs> Tegan and Shotzi beat the champs like 12 times in one night or something and never got a tag title match. Yeah. Now it'd be interesting since the belts travel from show to show, 
if any two females could team up to take on the tag team champions, regardless of show. What show would they do it on? That's the big question. (laughs) See, got to think about these things. At a pay-per-view. Okay. All right. You know, and then, I mean, it doesn't matter who the other two are. So if it's Shotzi and Tegan winning, it doesn't matter that one of them is going to be on the opposing show because they're the champion now. They would be anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Of course. I guess I didn't think about it being at a pay-per-view because I would just assume that they wouldn't put that women's match on a pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> You're not <Badly>. wrong. <laughs> yeah. <not> wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the draft. Uh, man, tell you what. I guess we can go through every individual choice. <laughs> yes, we can, and we did. <laughs> I, I guess so. Didn't take right. that long. I, I take it back. But uh, some of the ones, as we mentioned, because of injury and stuff that uh, were undrafted, um, Brock Lesnar, because contractual provision that he said uh, mm-hmm. with Paul Heyman, he is a free agent. Oscar um, is mm-hmm. a free agent inactive due to the injury to her hand. Uh, Bailey inactive for because of the torn ACL, so she was free agent. Elias not drafted for whatever which, reason. Which maybe he actually is dead. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> wow. What a way to announce that. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um, Eva Marie, not <laughs> because <drafted>. nobody wants her. <laughs> Lacey she, Evans. She, she was the uh, Umberto Carrillo of the real draft. <laughs> Lacey Evans, uh, not drafted. She's still inactive because of maternity. Uh, Lucha House Party, not drafted. Interesting. Um, on that one, Lince Dorado has been active. We've, you know, heard that, uh, that, um, Metalik. Metalik has wanted out, but Lince Dorado. So maybe because they don't know about yeah. Grand Metalik, maybe that's why. So do we draft Lince Dorado as a solo or yeah, maybe that's it, but yeah, yeah interesting. Um, Shane Thorne, not drafted, uh, even though he has been doing dark matches with this yeah. new Outback Jack type gimmick right but he hasn't um, been on tv so that would yeah. be confusing for people i think and uh, titus o'neill not drafted because he really doesn't wrestle anymore. <laughs> yeah when was the last time he wrestled right yeah they also had maurice listed here as not drafted i'm like what maurice i guess they're just going with people they know are on active contracts <laughs> i guess i don't know uh but yeah so that was the draft um and yeah, so what are your overall feelings? Um, not bad. I think I think Raw is a little better. And though some people moved from SmackDown to Raw that I wanted to stay on SmackDown, I think SmackDown got some people too. So I, th- I think SmackDown will still be a strong show and Raw hopefully will be a little better. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not looking forward to Drew McIntyre on SmackDown every week, but um, whatever. I mean, we all have people we like and we don't. We we watch anyway. That's all right. Um, so overall, okay. It's it didn't blow me away. Like oh my god, I can't believe it. But it didn't really upset me other than the fact that Liv wasn't on TV. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I think uh, both sides come out looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, raw looking uh better than it did i think it's good for yeah. raw definitely uh, i think it the the moves were made to where you're freshening up both shows equally um what uh smackdown women's roster kind of light on faces yeah and that's top uh, faces yeah that that's that's another reason i thought it was weird that Liv got drafted to right yeah i was like okay 
You have Baszler, Banks, mm-hmm. and Charlotte. Those are three ready-made heels. Yeah. I mean, um, Sasha can, can play the face, but I just yeah. think she's so much better as a heel. It's her um, natural. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. hmm. Sasha and Charlotte back on the same brand for the first time in a while too. Mm-hmm. So we can definitely rekindle that and it'll probably piss me off again. Uh, yeah, but there'll be good matches. They will. Yeah. Fantastic matches. But, uh, but yeah. So what do you think the, um, the biggest move on the draft was like the, the, you know, the best switch of show best for who, um, who gains the most in a move in their move? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Which Um, which wrestler benefited the most from the move in your opinion? Shayna. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's hard to argue with that. Um, I think raw benefits the most from Bianca. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, whether they're going to go that way. <laughs> right. We can only hope. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, I would. I think, I think you're right. I think Shayna Baszler is the best, is, has the best chance of taking a switch of brand and really running with it and turn it yeah. into something. Uh, so, I hope Liv does. I hope Liv does. I'm just yes. afraid they won't give her the time. The, the TV time to do it. But now she's got another hour. There's another hour on the show she's on. Come on, use her. Yes. Please, God, please. Um, they talked about Brock being a free agent. They're playing that angle very good. I love it. Everything they're doing there is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it got him out of the draft because he would have had to have been pick number one. Yeah. Had how do you, been. And, then, and then how do you explain SmackDown not picking Becky? Yeah. So... so. They had to do it. Uh, yeah, so that was a great move for Brock to be a free agent. Plus, I mean, again, he's not really full-time, so right. it's a great excuse for him to kind of just come and go as he pleases. Yeah. And you can do anything you need with him. Um, also on SmackDown, in a segment that I loved, <laughs> absolutely adored, was Seth Rollins showing up at uh, the Copeland house, <laughs> the Copeland ranch, whatever you want to call it. Um. And as you pointed out, Edge goes running out of the ring. <laughs> yeah, like, is he going to run home? Like, where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> right. He didn't even recognize his own house until the camera pulled wide. Yeah, it's like, come those, on. Those gaudy green and orange trims and <laughs> like, what <laughs> other place is that going to be? The outside oh. of that house was hideous. Yeah. He should have known it was his. <laughs> but Seth goes in. Nobody's home. The door's unlocked. I agree with Seth. You're way too trusting. <laughs> yeah. Leaving your yeah. doors unlocked who, at night. Who leaves their doors? Who? 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 Leaves their doors unlocked in 2021. I know, right? But he goes in, uh, and, and it's just great Seth banter here with his character persona talking about the kids and everything. In fact, the line that just absolutely slayed me was, the, it was like, hmm. Kids kind of look like Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that is a throwback and a little Easter egg for everybody. Yeah. Um, the whole Edge and Matt Hardy drama. Yeah. Um, 
the real life drama. Yeah, referencing a, a current AEW roster member. And then Edge one ups him and mm. references two AEW yeah. roster members, uh, being that of uh, Dax Harwood and um, Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. Uh, by the real names, which I, I forget right now, but uh, they're apparently really, really good friends with Edge. So he was calling them to to check on them. <laughs> I have but, three deadbolts. I have three deadbolts on my door, Jim. I know. I've been to your house. I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> who, who leaves their doors unlocked? It makes no sense. And of course, you you your house was actually broken into. It was. It was broken into. And it looks nothing like Edge's. Yeah. So Edge needs to... Uh, first of all, it's better looking on the outside. But on the inside... It, well, it does not have the extravagant nature. Of course, maybe that's that's why it looks so hideous on the outside. To like, why would anyone want to rob this place? <laughs> Look at well, it. You're not taking the house itself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if it looks this bad on the outside. Oh, I see. I see. Can't be anything good on the inside. <laughs> of course not. That's flawless logic. Yes. Yes. Completely. Um, but no, I just love this segment. I'm. I like the uh, the drip god. Seth Rollins. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging the character. Um, yeah. He's fine-tuned it to a point where I'm I'm actually enjoying it, too. It was yeah. a little much at the beginning. He's found that sweet spot, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, Carmella. Hmm. <laughs> she loves fava beans and a little bit of chanty. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know it's supposed to be funny looking yes. and, and ridiculous looking, and it they succeeded. Yes, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, now, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but tonight on SmackDown, have you mm-hmm. seen this? Uh, maybe not. The first ever Queen's Crown match ah. is announced with oh. Morgan Carmelo. Ah, okay. Okay, so that is the first match. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. I knew the yep. tournament was starting. I just didn't yes. know that they had announced a match yet. Yeah. Mm, that's... God, Liv better win. <laughs> please, for the love of God, please. Oh, if Liv doesn't win, I'm... They pissed uh, off a lot of people on Monday when they did not draft her on television. Yeah. I was looking at Twitter and looking at people's responses to the uh, uh, Raw Talk announcement that she's going to be on, and people were just complaining that she wasn't drafted on television. Mm. So we love her. They know we love her. She gets yeah. a huge pop everywhere she goes. She She needs to win this thing. She needs to win the tournament. I, I would love to see it. Yeah, absolutely love to see it. Um, They've announced a uh, King of the Ring match. That's right, because King so, of the Ring will be. Does it start that night as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it tonight, tonight yeah. on SmackDown as well. Sami Zayn. Who is it? Sami. I, I kind of just caught it as I was quickly scrolling. Um, hold on, I'll go to Sami's Twitter because he was. Uh, um, it needs to be anybody but Xavier Woods because that's the final I want. Yeah. Sammy versus <laughs> yeah. Woods. Oh, Sammy and Ray. Sammy and Ray. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They need to put Xavier in this whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, him after. Oh, we'll get to that raw moment, but it was. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, excited for that. Excited for getting King of the Ring back and the, the Queen's crown. Crown is what they're yeah. calling it. Um, yeah, definitely. Why not, I don't, why not just call it Queen of the Ring? It's, yeah. it's what everybody wants to call it. We keep getting caught up on our, yeah, we have on to our do, words. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have to think about it. Yeah. Queen of the Ring, man. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. Um, At least they're back. doing it. At least they're doing it. I wish it was its own pay-per-view, but yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. that would be great. But I'll take it in whatever form we can get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then uh, something really odd mm-hmm. in the main event match: Sasha versus Bianca. But who won, Steve? It looked like Charlotte and Becky somehow yeah. won this match. <laughs> um, what's up with that? Yeah. Like, uh, but come on. We're not surprised no. by this. I mean, it's always been about Charlotte and Becky. Charlotte, and Be- Not always, but at least for the last couple of years, it's been Charlotte and Becky, Charlotte and Becky. And uh, so Sasha technically gets a win over Bianca here. Yeah. Um, but when that show went off the air on Fox, we were looking at Charlotte and Becky again yep 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 oh good but. match it was a good match yeah good um, match except for the glad, screw finish yeah glad they got the main event that yep. was good um but uh that wasn't the end of the story though we'll get we'll come yeah, back well, around it, to it. it continues a little bit later yeah uh, let's take a little break from wwe and switch over to some aew talk uh and i'll tell you what dynamite was just that it was dynamite two that was years. rampage huh that was oh, rampage. that's right i'm sorry rampage i'm jumping right over rampage um no um, already you're already treating it like the main event of aew <laughs> well no it's not that it's just that dynamite was so good this week um now i'm blanking on what happened on rampage uh uh oh uh we did have a nice little triple threat match oh on yes rampage jade cargill thunder mm-hmm. rosa and Nyla Rose. Yeah, I yeah. actually did see that. Mm-hmm. And that match, it was it was pretty good. I really enjoyed yeah. it, actually. Yeah. Uh, and Jade Cargill, of course, picking up the victory. Yeah, uh, still undefeated. Still undefeated. Uh, and we know that she's going to be a part of their upcoming tournament, which we'll talk about here in just a second. Um, and I would say might be the favorite. Yeah. For that. I think she has to be at yeah. this point. Yeah. Um, there was but, a uh, hair versus hair match. Too. Yeah, the hair versus hair match. We had uh, uh, Orange Cassidy, and we thought it was going to be taking on Big Money Matt Hardy, but then Matt subbed in uh, one of the flunkies <laughs> mm-hmm. to be in there, and I can't remember the dude's name, but he got his head shaved. <laughs> yeah, it made it very predictable. <laughs> yeah, so it's like <laughs> it okay, I'm, Orange is definitely not losing. Right. If you'd had Orange versus Matt, then I've got a question who's going to win. Yeah. Um, And I'm just like, "Mm, mm, are you really going to screw up Orange Cassidy's trademark look? Uh, Like Matt could probably rock a bald look, you know, something different. He he seemed more apt for it, but still. It's Um, tough for faces to lose matches like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson wrestled uh, one of the Young Bucks, too. Oh, that's right. Yes. No. Should that, I take over the AEW? Uh, maybe the Rampage. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, that actually was spectacular. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, versus Brian uh, yeah, <laughs> Brian Danielson <laughs> taking on one of the Young Bucks, and I mean, it was great. He wins with the cattle mutilation, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love him using that move. It's just just looks so gnarly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, great move. M- Great match, great spots. I love, um, I think it was, I think it was, I think it's Matt. I think it was Matt Jackson. Um, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, he starts doing the kicks to Daniel right. Bryan. The yes kicks. The yes kicks, basically. And Daniel is just like, do it again. Leaning into them. And you yeah. see the red and the welts on on Danielson's uh, chest. 
and then basically just no selling these. Absolutely no selling it. And the last, he gets kicked the last one, just hops right up, and he's like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it just destroys him. It's great. This match yeah. was, it was awesome. I liked it. Um, but yeah, so that was basically, yeah, that was basically everything that happened on Rampage, I think. Yeah. I, think it was just yeah. I saw Rampage beginning to end, obviously. <laughs> Since uh, I was able to tell you yes. everything that was on it. Yeah. I watched it as well. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's move over. To, let's do talk about Dynamite because Dynamite, this was their two year anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some of it. I didn't see all of it. Uh, and it really was. It was very, very good. They definitely put their foot on the gas pedal and revved it all the way through this you could argue was almost like pay-per-view quality stuff mm-hmm. that we got to see. Um, we kick off the show with an, a tremendous eight man tag uh, with uh, Brian Danielson, uh, Christian cage and uh, Luchasaurus and jungle boy, yeah. Jurassic express, Jurassic express taking on uh, the super elite is what they refer to themselves as, which is the young bucks, Adam Cole and Kenny Omega. And, yeah, this was just frenetic, crazy pace. Yeah, spot, 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 but in in a good way. Some uh, props to Christian Cage taking an indie taker on the outside. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, Spike Tombstone Padrover the outside looked horrendous. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then the four way VTE trigger or right. BTE trigger on Jungle Boy lets the elite pick up the win. Yeah, but a very entertaining match again, hundred miles an hour from the get go. Yeah, I, I thought it was fine. It, I mean, to me, it felt like every other eight or six man tag we've seen in the last decade. Yeah, um, so it was fine. Yeah, uh, I, it's not one I'm going to remember a whole lot. Yeah, definitely not one where I'm going to be like, "Oh, did you see that match?" No. Yeah, I'm going to be going back and rewatching this in five years. But I mean, it, like you said, it was nonstop, and it was what you'd expect from an eight man tag on AEW, and it got the crowd hot from the beginning. Mm-hmm. really did um we had uh of course uh, cm punk coming out in a great little thing on the on the love fest tour as we're kind of uh referring to it and he did his little crowds uh jump into the crowd which was great mm-hmm. um and then he comes in he talks about hey i'm loving this so you guys you guys sick of it yet and i'm like no <laughs> like, well hey as long as you're not sick of it <laughs> i'm in <laughs> right. uh i'll keep doing it uh and uh, he talks about you know where he lived in Philly for a while and where he made some money I guess and started the school the wrestling school at the time and uh, then he's like uh, so is it he asked him he's like is it cheese steak or or cheesecake <laughs> that you guys like and he offered he's like look tell you what because I made money here and it was a good time I'm gonna buy everybody here a cheesesteak. Actually, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either all have a cheesesteak or I can wrestle. And so obviously the crowd picked him to wrestle. (laughs) Um, I wasn't sure that was so obvious, but okay. (laughs) Like cheesesteak. That's true. Cheesesteak's good. If it had been cheesecake, hard, hard, hard. Uh, Yeah, I like them both. I like them both. Like me some cheesesteak. I mean, cheesecake. I like both of them. Whatever. Hungry. That's what I'm saying. Dinner time. Crackers. uh but so he'll be wrestling on rampage this week yes uh challenge daniel garcia and of mm-hmm. course it has been made official the rock's wife uh yes. former ex-wife former ex-wife Danny Danny garcia. Garcia. Uh, <laughs> so looking forward to that on rampage tonight 
after SmackDown. Um, also, we had, uh, I, I'll tell you what, talk about a clinic. This match was fantastic. It was fantabulous. Hikaru Shida, Serena Deeb. You could give me this every dynamite and I would watch it with enthusiasm every single time. I saw this one. This was such a good match. I mean, these two just have great chemistry, work very well together. And I love the kind of swerve that they put us on because, you know, they're hyping up that if Sheeta wins this match, she'll be the first woman to have 50 wins, which is awesome. They even made a little like plaque trophy for her Mm -hmm. for in case she won. And that made people sit there and say, well, they've made the trophy. Obviously she's going over yeah, but then no, they don't give us that. They give us a hard heel turn by Serena Deeb, uh, who then attacks her after the match. With the- although she she won pretty clean though. I mean, she did like, yeah. poke her in the eye at one point, but yeah. other than that, it was a clean submission win. Yeah, and then she just went on the heelish attack afterwards, right? Beating her with the uh, the trophy, which is great. I mean, again, I'll take a feud with these two. Give me this program yeah. for a while. I love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, uh, I, I'm. This can go well, or this can go badly for Hikaru Shida. Yes, um, they they can't drag this out too long and make her look like she can't get a win now. Yeah, uh, there is a danger to that. That would be a very WWE thing to do. So we want we want to avoid that. And you don't um, drag it out too long because then another woman's going to get close to that fifty win mark. Yeah, well, I'm expecting um, uh, Serena Deeb to beat Hikaru Shida uh, 43 more times and and then get the trophy for herself. Ah, it's very possible. <laughs> yeah. That's my, Who knows? That's my, that's my Hail Mary prediction. Hail Mary. <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. Um, we had uh, a title match, which was uh, the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara, Defending his newly won TNT championship, which he had won on the previous Dynamite from Miro. We didn't get to talk about that because, right. of course, we were off. Um, but A little uh, surprised, but I did say that Sammy was the most likely person to, to take that title from him so far. Yep. And Although I did think Miro was going to win ultimately, though. Yeah. Uh, but Sammy got the victory, so he defends against a debuting Bobby Fish. Yeah. Bam. And you knew Bobby was going to catch on. He's such a talent. Uh, and I think AEW is going to be a good fit for him because he is a veteran that can help out the younger talent. He needs a personality. He has none. That's true. But yeah. again, I think utilizing Bobby Fish is more in the to help build other people. Yeah. Uh, no offense to Bobby Fish. Skills. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you talk about talent, skill in the ring. He's one of the tops. Um, but again, because he doesn't really have that personality, he doesn't have, you know, when you only have, you know, two of the two out of the three things, you got the yeah. look, you got the moves, but you ain't got the, the charisma. Mm-hmm. You're going to get pigeonholed. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, then we had, of course, the, the main event, which was the casino ladder match. Winner getting a shot at Kenny Omega and the AEW world title. Um, and we had a lot of people. We had uh, Orange Cassidy in there. We had John Moxley. We had uh, the Murder Hawk. We had uh, Andrade. Uh, Pac. 
pack, pack, pack crackers. Pack, pack. Um, maybe one more person that I'm. Oh, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy in there as well, and then we had the Joker. Yeah, and not not the Joker, but, right? You know. Yeah. The, as far as this, a lot of you know speculation was running rampant uh, leading up to this. Uh, there was people think it might be Buddy Murphy because he tweeted like an image that looked like a Joker, and then he deleted it. Um, some people were holding out the hope that it would be the Joker version of Sting, which would have been nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nuts. I would have liked that. That, that would have been, been cool. Yeah, I would have liked that. Uh, people were speculating. Uh, maybe Daniel Bryan pulling double duty. Who? Brian Danielson. I'm going to be doing oh, that okay. forever. I, I know Brian Danielson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson as a way to get that rematch with Kenny. Right. right. Um, but then we got to the crowd's elation a returning hangman, Adam Page, returns. Uh, they tease us with Moxley winning uh, hardcore in this, but then. Page does get the victory. They gave the crowd what they wanted. And the crowd got even more excited when they kind of get it set in. It's like, okay, now we're going to finally get Omega versus Page for that world title. And this could be where Kenny loses. I keep saying this today. What did I predict so long ago, Tim? (laughs) I predicted that Adam Page was going to be the guy to take that title off Kenny Omega. And I think he always has been. And uh, a lot of people, you know, pumped the brakes on that when we had the signings of Punk and Danielson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I still think they will at some point, some point, probably sure. be champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's good that you're not abandoning. And a lot of people thought when Hangman took that hiatus, that oh this doesn't look good he's not mm-hmm. they're not they don't trust him to be in that spot so we're repacking you know whatever but no he just wanted to be with his wife because of their newborn mm-hmm. got his time off now he's back rejuvenated I think he is your future AEW world champion maybe as soon as at full gear if they pull the trigger which I assume they will it's their next pay per view yeah I was gonna say it depends on when this match is like if it happens on a rampage it, it, no title change but yeah. if it's on a pay per view it very well could be. Yes. Out of um, all my predictions today, by the way, I'm most confident in the Serenity one. 43 wins. Straight wins over Hikaru Shida coming up. <laughs> I will literally uh, eat my hat. <laughs> I deserve $5 million if that happens. Like, I deserve to be rich and to never have anything to worry about again. So you would deserve to get paid $5 million if they follow through on what would be one of the worst booking decisions ever? <laughs> yes. Now you get it. <laughs> it's a reverse lottery. I'm glad you understand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like I say, Dynamite I thought was a really, really good show. What a, what a great way for the two years. Oh, but yes, the big announcement that Tony Khan teased and we alluded to oh, yes. mm-hmm. earlier is the new championship that was debuted and they're having a tournament surrounding this and it's the TBS championship because of course dynamite and rampage will be moving to TBS. I believe in January, February of next year. Um, And so now there'll be a TBS champion and it will be in the women's division. So they get their own secondary belt, which I think is, it, it, it gives me, positive vibes that they are going to start focusing more on the women the right way i hope so 
instead of putting them all in dark and elevation all the time. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we're going to get a, kind of a refocus uh, and just give them more time. It's really, you just want to highlight a few more matches. Yes. Yes. So, uh, and, and I will remind you <laughs> when we first got the news that uh, these shows, now only one of them, but at the time we thought both of them were moving to TBS and we were wondering what they were going to do with the TNT championship. We, we laughed at the idea of a TBS championship. Yep. And I still am. It's a stupid name. Like, give yes. it, call it something else. Bring yeah. the title in. That's fine. Who wants to be TBS champion? <laughs> ne- ne- next, next thing you know, Raw is going to have the USA champion replacing the US title and right? then yep. the Fox championship replacing <laughs> the Intercontinental. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to oh, happen. Man, uh, what if these shows were on the learning channel, Tim? The TLC. Oh, hey, that makes sense. That would actually would work. <laughs> that the TLC works. champions? Yeah. Come on. Okay, they, I take they, that one they, back. They could have done that belt. Uh, if, if they do that, in the early I deserve six million dollars okay i'll just take four <laughs> okay i'm right. take the six i four i'm good <laughs> okay. that sounds great to me <laughs> uh yeah but like i say dynamite was awesome uh looking forward to the tournament um we know that uh of course uh ruby soho is going to be in there uh sky blue has been announced officially um Jade Cargill, who we mentioned earlier, she's been announced. And there was a fourth that I can't think of that they interviewed about it. Would be Kira Hogan, would it? No, it wasn't her. Although she could still end up in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, It was just the first four that I remember them talking about. Hmm. I can't remember the fourth. But still, excited for this. Excited for the Mm -hmm. TBS. Like the Hirsch, maybe? Like the Hirsch? No. No, no. Uh, Dang. Okay. Would have remembered that. Mm, okay well maybe it'll come to you yeah um it may have actually been one of uh it might have been uh jamie Hayter, one of Britt uh, baker's okay. mm-hmm. people which i love Britt baker's interview where she's like finally people can quit putting all the focus on me <laughs> <laughs> like what a heel thing to do that's great yeah, yeah. um but yeah AW, aw was good looking forward to aw more and more each week um Excellent. how long they can keep this momentum up you know with these shows because you can't be pay-per-view quality every week you're gonna run nope. it well they do have a deep enough roster maybe they won't run out of ideas <laughs> uh, we'll see eventually they're gonna have to pull back a little bit yeah yeah uh, but hey what's going on in stardom all right well uh we had a couple of shows since the five-star grand prix ended which i didn't get to talk about um Shuri did win the five-star Grand Prix in a final over Momo Hanabe. Momo made it to the finals and then lost to Shuri, which was my fear. I I called Shuri at the very beginning as the winner of this thing, and uh, she is. And so she um, told uh, Utami Hayashista she wants a shot at the World of Stardom Championship, the Red Belt, at their big show on December 29th, right before the new year. And so that match is going to happen, assuming Utami gets through Takumi Aroha, who she has a match with this weekend. I'll talk more about that. Um, at the same time, uh, Tom Nakano comes out and issues a challenge to defend her white belt, her Wonder of Stardom Championship, against Mayu. 
reigniting that feud, which has kind of been simmering for a while. Uh, Mayu Watani, and uh, they've only had they, you know, they did the thing earlier in the year where Tom kind of starts forming her own faction within the Stars faction, bringing in Mina and Unagi, and only teaming with them, even though they're all supposed to be Stars, and then finally it explodes with Mayu. And uh, Tom leaves and forms the Cosmic Angels. And they had one singles match, which ended in a draw. And even with it being a draw, it was one of the best matches of the year. Um, And it it was only 10 or 15 minutes, but it was a good 10 or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So um, we've got this match coming up this weekend as well. Um, And I can't wait for it. I'm so excited for it. Um, But... On one of these shows, last couple of shows from the last week, we had a title change. Oh. As the Cosmic Angels lose the Artists of Stardom Championships. Oh. Yeah. To uh, to Donna Domando's Micah, Himeka, and Natsupoy. Mm. So new champions there. Kind of bums me out. Um, but, you know, it was a, a, a history-making reign. They defended it more than any other team ever had. Seven successful defenses. Um, nobody else can say that. And so they've got that on their record and Tom is still white belt champion. Unagi's still future stardom champion. Uh, Mina's got nothing at the moment. Um, but hopefully she will. And we've got two new members too, recently uh, yeah. to the cosmic angels. And yeah, I'm, the jury's still out on that one for me. Like I really loved the trio so much. So I'm, I, I hope that the two new members don't water it down a little bit. Um, I just don't know if they have the cosmic angel spirit. I don't know. Uh, I'm still, I'm still kind of getting a read on them. Um, that's my Sakurai and uh, Waka. Hold on. Waka Skiyama. There we go. Um, are, are now. So we have five members of the cosmic angels, but this weekend we've got a pay-per-view. Been talking a little bit about it. It's uh, the final show celebrating the 10th anniversary of stardom which makes no sense to me because <laughs> they've got that big show on December 29th, which would be a perfect last show to celebrate yes. uh, the 10th anniversary, but okay, whatever Rossi. Um, it's this one on October 9th um, with three months left in the year, uh, but it's the stardom 10th anniversary grand final Osaka dream Cinderella 2021. <laughs> That's the name of the show. What's some of these uh, black ass names? What you, uh, yeah, what? yeah. Say it one yeah. more time. One more time. Stardom 10th anniversary grand final Osaka Dream Cinderella 2021. Um, God. It, I'm glad they don't release DVDs because that would never fit on the spine. <laughs> um, but it's also the last show that will use the blank Dream Cinderella label. So they're retiring wow. the Dream Cinderella name. Uh, after this show so um what we've got we've got on the pre-show we've got lady c teaming up with cosmic angels wakatsukiyama still practicing that one against uh Tai's saki kashima and rena i fully expect sasha uh, sasha yeah <laughs> wow that would make this show for me wouldn't it i know <laughs> i thought it would be the ultimate federation <laughs> for you <laughs> right i just quit everything else um uh, I fully expect Saki Kashima and Rina to win over Lady C and Wakasukiyama. Um Lady C recently got her first win. I don't think this will be her second win. Um, so 
I think that's uh, pretty easy to call. Then the future stardom champion, Unagi Sayaka from the Cosmic Angels, defends against Oedo Tai's Ruaka. Ruaka doesn't really win singles matches. Um, and they seem to be giving a little more credibility to both Mina and Unagi now that Cosmic Angels has a couple other people that can take the losses for the team. Mm-hmm. So I think Unagi's going to retain that. Um, Cosmic Angels, Maya Sakurai and Mina Shirakawa against from the Marvelous promotion, Rin Katakura, who we've seen in the States mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, AEW tournament. Was it AEW? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the AEW. Right, right, right. Going for the shot at uh, at uh, Sheeta. Yeah. Yeah, she was in that tournament teaming up with Maria, who I, I'm not familiar with Maria. I don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. But they're both from Marvelous, and they're taking on the Cosmic Angels. I think Marvelous is going to win because that's just how Rossi does it. He brings in people from other promotions and then beats his own roster with them. Um, so that's my call on that. High-speed champion Starlight Kid defending against Hukigan Death. Uh, I think Starlight's got this one. Um, <clears throat> Artists of Stardom champions just days after winning. Uh, Micah, Himeka, Natsupoi will defend against Queen's Quest, Momo Watanabe, Azumi, and Saya Kamatani. I don't see Donna DeMondo losing on their first title defense, although it would make me happy to see Momo get a belt. I just don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling Donna DeMondo there. Hazuki coming out of retirement, making her full-time return to stardom. Um, pegged this as her match back a couple months ago. Decided it was going to be this show, and she's against Kaguma. In any other promotion, I'd say easy win for Hazuki, but stardom going to be a little unpredictable with this stuff. Kaguma, they pushed, she's from Stars. She's Mayu's right hand man, so to speak, right hand woman, however you want to say it. She, she's been pushed pretty strong. I think Kazuki might still take it, though, but I wouldn't be shocked if Kaguma won. But I'm going to call Kazuki. We've got Shuri defending her SWA championship and her right to challenge Utami Hayashishita against Kanami from Oedo Tai in a UWF rules match. Hmm. Here's what UWF rules are. The combatants start with 15 points each. You lose points for knockout attempts. I don't know how that works exactly. Or for being at a disadvantage while in a hold or for breaking a hold using the ropes. You win either by submission, knockout, not answering a 10 counts like last man standing, or if your opponent's points are down to zero. Very complicated, I think. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't exactly know what constitutes being at a disadvantage. Like, does it have to be a certain amount of time or what? And I don't know what constitutes a knockout attempt. I guess a, a failed knockout attempt is what that's supposed to mean. I don't really know. It's my first time seeing a UWF rules match. So I don't know. See how hmm. that plays out. I think Sherry's going to win. There's no way she's not. If Konami was going to be the challenger, she just would have won the five-star Grand Prix. So yeah. sure, he's going to take it. The match I'm excited for, Tom Nakano, Mayu Watani, Wonder Stardom Championship. I cannot wait for this. It's one of my most anticipated matches of the whole year. I don't know who's going to win this. Mm-hmm. I can see it either way. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Tom just because she's only defended a couple of times, and I, I want to think they'll at least let her have a handful more successful defenses before they take the belt off of her. That's my hope. And that's what I'm going to call. And then world of stardom championship. Utami Hayashi. Utami Hayashi. Utami Hayashi. Tooth. 
Um, I'm still getting used to my tooth um, against Marvelous's Takumi Aroha. Uh, I think they'll give Marvelous to win earlier in the night over the Cosmic Angels because Utami's winning this match. Um, it's a no time limit match, so could go a while, but uh, I think Utami's going to retain the World of Stardom Championship. That event is technically on Saturday, but if you're in the States and you're listening to this on Friday, it's tonight. <laughs> it's uh, on the East Coast. It's at midnight. Ah, On the West Coast, it's at 9, a, uh, 9 p.m. Um, I have to get up early for my niece's soccer game. Otherwise, I think I'd just stay up and watch it. I was about but, to ask. Yeah. Uh, nor- if it was a normal Friday, I would just stay up. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'll watch it at some point. I've ordered the pay-per-view. And I'll just I'll find time to watch it sometime later on Saturday and just avoid Twitter entirely until I do. But should be a good show, especially that Tom Mayu match. I'm so excited for that. Mm. Does sound awesome. Does sound yeah. awesome. Also, I of course some some sad news from the world of stardom. Uh and one of your favorites. Yes. This week. Yeah, yeah. Jungle Kiona has left stardom. And that really, really bummed me out. I, I've mentioned her before, and I've mentioned that I'm not talking about her because she's been injured since we yeah. started this podcast. But we were always under the indication that she was coming back. Um, I, If not Momo, I wanted her to be the one to take the red belt from Utami. Um, she, she was very, very close to Hana. And I think, uh, I don't think things have been the same for her since, since Hana passed. Um, and I don't, I'm not saying that has anything to do with her leaving stardom. I have no idea why she left stardom. Um, but she, she wanted to win that belt for Hana. So I'm kind of surprised that she's leaving without having done that. She, she got a shot at Mayu and lost, had one more match after joining stars. And then we haven't seen her since in, in ring Mm -hmm. action. Um, absolutely one of my favorites and um i hope to be able to watch her wherever she goes it's a little complicated trying to keep up with all the different joshi promotions it's hard to track them all i'm still figuring that out but if i can i will follow her wherever she goes um and man i just i want to see her back at some point and i want to see her win that red belt would be great would be great uh yeah but uh yeah thank you for the stardom update lots of cool stuff going on uh, I'll be interested if you can uh, fight the urge to stay up late on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what time you got to be up for your niece's argument? Um, I think the game's at ten thirty. It takes like an hour to get there from my parents' house, so I'm probably going to end up getting up at like seven, probably <laughs> on oh, Saturday. Because yeah. I'm a slow mover in the morning. Um, so yeah, that would be tough because it's probably going to go to three thirty or four. Yeah. Eastern time. So, yeah. If I was home, I, I would just do it, but I'm not going to be home. So, eh, probably not. <laughs> well, let's jump on over to NXT. And uh, what do you feel? How do you feel about, uh, what was it Toxic Distortion? Is that, uh, or Toxic Attraction? Toxic, toxic attraction. attraction. Right, right, right. Uh, I, I like the idea of them as a, as a stable. I, hate that ember was the sacrificial lamb to to mandy i understand mandy needed a solid win over someone with credibility but they've used ember for that more than once lately 
Yeah. And it's starting to hurt her, I think. Um, losing storylines never really end well for people. I've never seen one go well. Yeah. That I can think of, at least, which is another concern for Hikaru Shida. So I'm hoping that they aren't going to do that to her. Um, yeah, because Ember, I mean, she used to be just so dominant and almost unbeatable. Yeah. And now she lost clean to Mandy Rose. Yeah. But I, I, I like the faction. Um, I just, I don't know. They're pushing them a little more quickly than I would. Yeah. Uh, they they do seem to have the pedal on the metal for them. Um, uh, props to Gigi Dolan uh, powering through, getting, what, six staples in her head? <laughs> oh, I missed <laughs> Getting that. hit with the belt. Oh, uh, The okay. previous week. Okay, week. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, getting hit with the belt and uh, getting a little bloody. Uh, but she's a trooper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I, I do like uh, the interaction with them and Gonzalez. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah. That, that, I mean, that match is clearly coming soon. Yes. Um, Mandy taking the belt. Are they pushing them that hard? I, I, I keep expecting Raquel to lose. It just feels like it doesn't feel like she has a lot of momentum. It just doesn't. It doesn't yeah. feel like she's caught fire as champion. Right. Um, so I keep expecting her to lose, and that's the reason why. And the way they're pushing Mandy, it I kind of think she might win it. Do you think uh uh JC Jane and Gigi are going to win the tag belts? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe they'd be like the dominant faction of the division. They'd basically be the, you know, the undisputed era, if you will. Um, Right. Only fewer leg slaps. Um, (laughs) It could. It could. I mean, you know, we've seen them do stuff like that before, so it wouldn't be the first time. And they really are kind of pushing some fresh ideas in NXT. Mm -hmm. So could happen. Speaking of that. Yeah. From day one, we knew this was going to happen with the rebranding of NXT and his debut. Ciampa comes out. They're doing a Halloween Havoc special. uh, And he needs a challenger. Who's got the balls? Braun Breaker. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get Braun Breaker versus Ciampa for the belt. I kind of think Braun might win. I think so. Yep. I, I mean... It's a great way to put him over. Ciampa doing the job. And, you know, you can run this feud. You know, Ciampa can take a real nasty heel turn into this. Because right now he's, he's still kind of the, the favorite, the, the face. Not that Braun's a heel. He's a face too. But um, you could go that route. But, yeah, I think uh, kind of to put the the cherry on top of the cake of this new direction, a brand new young champion. Yeah. I, so, I think it's going to happen. I think he's he is what everyone wants to pretend Karrion Cross is. Yes, Braun Breaker actually is that. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're 100 on that. Um, okay, because we haven't really got to talk about this. What are your feelings on Joe Gacy? I'm trying to figure that out, Tim. Yeah. Um, as a performer, he's clearly great. He's got charisma. Yeah. Um. I I was used to seeing him as just another guy on 205 Live for a couple of months, Mm -hmm. um, which they need to rebrand, by the way. He is not 205 or less. Nope. (laughs) Um, Do you think that has to do with the streaming rights on Hulu? 
Maybe Probably. they can't change the name of the show until those rights are over or something. It's very possible. Yeah. That's, that's, I was thinking about it the other day. That, I, that's the only reason I can think of because it's long lost its identity as a cruiserweight show. Yeah. And um, I mean, given the penny pension they've been doing, they're not going to spend the money that they would have to go to. Cause I'm sure that it can be done, but you have to pay some lawyers mm-hmm. and some legal stuff to amend some contracts and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why they're not doing it. Yeah. But I, I think that contract is up early next year in the first half of next year. So maybe, maybe at that point we'll see a rebranding of that show because they need it. It makes no sense anymore. It's not 205 pounds, nor has it been live since the pandemic started. True. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to figure out what the point of the care. What's the goal of this character? Um, I, on one hand, it seems like the Joe Gacy character is kind of poking fun at you know the 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 left essentially, mm-hmm. um, but it, they don't seem to be using that to get the heat. To get yeah. the heat, it seems to be all about this guy's just, it's, it's a wrestling show and this guy's trying to solve problems through words instead of wrestling. Yeah. Um, and also, the heat seems to be coming from just his presentation of his beliefs rather yeah. than the beliefs themselves. It reminds me a lot of Straight Edge CM Punk, okay. where it's not a bad thing to not drink, not smoke, not do drugs. But his attitude and the way he held it over people's heads was how it was presented as being a bad thing. And that's kind of what I'm getting from the Joe Gacy thing. More of elitism, basically. More elitism, right. Rather than the beliefs themselves, is that he thinks he's so much better than people because of those beliefs. And he's not, he's not afraid to show it. But I'm still, I don't I think they're fine-tuning it, too. I think they're trying to figure the character out. Um I think they need to be careful with it. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know where I, where I land on this yet, but he's, he's a good performer. Yes. He, he's doing well with what they're asking him to do that. I have no doubt about, um, but I just, I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. And it's, it's funny. Cause apparently this dude's like a deathmatch legend on the indie circuit. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. Joe okay. Gacy. But I mean, yeah, he's fantastic in the ring. He's a great worker. And yeah. I can say, I, I don't hate it. I'm just kind of, I don't know where I'm landing with it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I could hate it. Like if yeah. they, if they take it in a certain direction, I will. Yeah. Hate it. And so will a lot of people. Um, they've got to, they've got to be very, very careful. With yeah. It. Well, I mean, cause after the debut of this character, some sponsors were pretty upset and they yanked mm-hmm. the videos off YouTube. The replays. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I wonder if they did that to feed the character because when he came back next week, he was saying, "I'm not canceled. I'm not canceled." Yeah. So I very wonder true. if they just saw that as an opportunity and they to take us. it to the next step. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. Very possible. Yeah. But at the end of his match with Ikemanjiro, um, which he won, yeah, as he's walking out, he gets a stare down from the crowd, a mysterious figure, mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Gacy could just be food to this beast and that's the rebranded parker boudreau who is now harland sporting mm-hmm. a shaved head which i think is a big mistake i don't know why they changed from his other hairstyle <laughs> but uh but this is the guy i've been talking about and a lot of people have been talking about is potentially the next brock lesnar type athlete 
Uh, again, I don't, as we said with the whole Kurt Angle thing, I don't want to pigeonhole this kid uh, by saying the next Brock Lesnar. I'm just uh, repeating other words that have been used by other people. And could he him. be muscle for Joe Gacy? They could swerve us. Yes, it's very possible. Um, that would be an interesting, interesting twist mm-hmm. if you do that. Because um, Joe Gacy also met up with Tommaso Ciampa. That's true. And they have a match next week. That's true. And if, if, if Gacy he wins, wins, he gets in the title match. Ooh. What if you swerve and put the belt on Gacy? <laughs> well, they say no publicity is bad publicity, right? Yeah. That could be a way to test it. Mm. And then you have Braun Breaker maybe triumph in the feud going out of that. Mm-hmm. Um Ah, that could be interesting. That could be really, really interesting. And as actually, when I say people refer to him as the next Brock Lesnar, it's actually Paul Heyman that dubbed oh, him that. Okay. So at least it came from a credible source who thinks mm-hmm. this guy is going to be big. And you gotta, you gotta respect when Heyman talks about talent because if there's one thing he knows, it's recognizing talent. I believe he does say bad things about Caleb Braxton. True, but that's more storyline. um but yeah then we had uh cora jade making her tv debut um with a skater type gimmick yeah skater girl uh and she was supposed to face uh i think the enhancement talent's name was virginia yeah Uh, yeah yeah she got she got beat up by somebody a few weeks ago too but she ends up getting beat up by Frankie Monet and Monet takes the place. The, the enhancement talent does. Yeah, the enhancement talent gets beat up yeah. by Frankie Monet and Frankie Monet takes her place to face Cora Jade. And just when you think she's going to win, Cora Jade reverses the, the finisher into mm-hmm. a pin and picks up a victory. Yeah. Nice little way to debut. Mm-hmm. Good I for like Cora it. Jade. Frankie's lost a lot. I, I think she does need to pick up some wins here at some point. Um, but yeah, uh, again, it's kind of starting a program with no titles on the line. NXT is really good at this in the women's division. And I, I think, I think Frankie's getting poised for a potential run with the championship singles. Uh, we see this a lot, lose, 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 lose. Mm-hmm. Then we'll take a tiny little break. And when they come back, they'll be on fire and right in the, the title picture. But if uh, Mandy's going to win, when's that going to happen? Because that's no true. Cause that'd be heel and heel. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe Frankie's just happy there, putting people over. Mm-hmm. Again, Frankie Monet could easily be on a main roster, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah, um, and I'm actually kind of surprised that she's not. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, she could easily transition up, uh, maybe after the Rumble or something. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what they're plotting with them? Uh, we had this segment with Indy. Uh, and Persia, man, they're talking about being edgier. They are. Yeah. With all the stuff they're talking about, talking about manhood yeah. size, the amount mm-hmm. of condoms used, and she done war. Dexter Loomis out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, she ends up in a match versus uh, Mei Ying because they kind of interrupt smoke coming out of a dressing room. <laughs> And uh, don't, a, don't worry. It's only magic. 
It's just magic. It's uh, it's just a curse. <laughs> it's nothing that bad. But Andy picks up the win. Um, yeah, I think this match shouldn't have happened. Really, Mei Ying. They had this really cool thing going mm-hmm. with with um, uh, Boa Tianxia. <laughs> Tianxia, thank you. Um, yeah, and now Xia Li's been drafted. Mm-hmm. They had Boa lose to whoever mm-hmm. like like a month ago. Like what happened? Like this was cool. Yep. And all Mei Ying had was like the the dominance of of her performance from a couple weeks ago. And that's done. Yeah. Like she's lost to Indy Hartwell. And so what? Like <laughs> so is that just done? It was something cool. It was something different. Um it was an opportunity for these these people, and now it's just kind of been squashed. I think Indy should have beaten somebody else, and Mei Ying should have got another win over somebody. I mean, maybe they'll turn this into a long-term thing? Maybe? Maybe, but again, I've never seen losing as a story turn out well for anybody. That's true. Again, alluding to earlier, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, I don't know. What's interesting is with this focus on Indy, was who we didn't see. Uh, namely, the Garganos. Yeah. And, uh, of course, being reported over the past couple days, Johnny Gargano has removed references to NXT from his uh, social media accounts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he still has WWE yeah. in there. So maybe... The, could mean maybe he's going to move up mm-hmm. or he's another one whose contract does expire in December. Yeah. He could Seems be a little early to be removing references. Yeah. You would think unless they've already told him Yeah, like, well, we've had the draft and everything. We've got this new direction on NXT. We're going to maybe use you on the house show circuit while we talk about your future contract. I'd be surprised. He's been so prominent on the show and the whole Gargano family has been great stuff. Yeah. They seem to be having fun too, the Garganos, I mean. And so, yeah. Hey, I'd maybe, be so surprised. Maybe you could move him up and have him work with Austin on, on Raw. Mm-hmm. They have great chemistry there. Mm-hmm. You can kind of continue that just on a different program. But I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we know we're not going to be seeing Candace for a while, obviously, because right. of the pregnancy, but Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting that there was like, no, not even a, they didn't, the names weren't even brought up either. Right. They didn't yeah. mention them. So who knows? Could be nothing next week could yeah. be back on. And you know, it was just a one week, you know, not everybody can be on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of thing, but we'll see. Uh, then we had, of course, this crazy uh, elimination style four corners tag team match. For the tag team championships held by MSK, and we had um, let's see who all was in this MSK, uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans, yep, um, the two bar fighting country guys, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, whose names I can't remember right now, but I um, like them, I actually kind of like them, um, and uh, Carmelo Hayes and oh. His running buddy who I can't think of right now. Um it was um man uh trick 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 
maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Briggs and Jensen. Briggs and Jensen. That's the, yeah. The bar. Trick, Wi- Trick Williams. Trick Williams. Okay. What's oh, next? Right here. Yeah. What is next for MSK? They well, they end up winning yeah. the match. And again, frenetic, entertaining, high paced. Liked it. But uh at the end, Imperium shows up, beats him down, and the big surprise here is the crowd. Yeah. Chanting, thank you, Imperium. Yeah. Now, granted, if you know, in the past couple of weeks when Imperium has shown up, they do get a good crowd response. Yeah, the crowd kind of likes them, or at least a good portion of the crowd will say that. Yeah, um, this was less pro Imperium and more anti MSK. Yeah, um, this is kind of again, as we alluded to, uh, one night stand in ECW, the thank you Edge. Yeah, it wasn't because they loved Edge, right? It's because he helped put down Cena, who they right. hated. Um, so yeah, interesting. Cause I thought MSK was kind of NXT darlings, you know? Yeah. Indie darlings, you know, yes. fickle, 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 fickle fans. Yeah. That's, that's what so many fans are today. They love these guys, love these guys, love these guys. And then when they're successful, they don't love them anymore. Yep. It looks it'll like the same thing you. happening. Yeah. It'll happen to you too. Yeah. Not you. No, it might. You never know. <laughs> I might end we'll up see. being successful at some point. <laughs> well, all right. Clock's ticking. Yeah, I know. TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so interesting, interesting stuff with Imperium. Um, I mean, I like Imperium. Um, yeah, they're fine. I, I don't dislike them, but I'm, I don't really. I'm like, yes, Imperium's on. But, <laughs> you know, they're uh, fine. But yeah, so interesting. We'll have to wait and see on that and see. Uh, if other crowd, well, I mean, it's NXT, so it's a lot of the same crowd. <laughs> it is it's the same people. Yeah, that's that's the one thing about NXT over the other shows is you not you don't get a different crowd depending on where you're at. No. <laughs> kind of the same. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's jump over to Raw, and uh, we kick the show off again. We alluded to it when we were talking about the draft. Becky comes out top of the show, says, you know going to make some executives mad but i'm going to go ahead and spoil the the fun i am the number one pick i am coming to raw again not a big surprise especially not to you um yeah. uh, but then charlotte comes out and we're getting this charlotte and becky banter and i tell you what uh becky ain't no heel <laughs> no no she's not a heel she wasn't here like she did nothing not one thing to try to put herself over as a heel on the show. Well, I mean, I, I, okay. I do have to contradict you there. I can't say she did absolutely nothing. It just wasn't very much during that little banter between the three of them. She was sitting there trying to get the focus away from herself and Bianca and put it to flair. So she was cowering with it. Oh, you're going to take that Bianca. You're going to take that. You know, she was deflecting, not again, I, I saw that more as just trying to get these two people who are against her to just go against, like to destroy each other rather than, rather than I didn't see any cowering. I, I saw her egging on a fight that she wanted to see. Eh, okay. I just, that's how I read it. Different. Yeah. But still 
even if we count that as healers, it's definitely not enough. <laughs> no, no. And like I told you, like she needs to do now. She's not in control of this, but somebody needs to give her new music. Yeah. Cause that music's going to get a pop every time it starts. Yeah. So she needs new music. She can't come out smiling. She can't come out playing to the crowd. She needs to run down the crowd is what she needs to do. Oh, you supported me. I used you to get to myself to this spot. You supported me when I attacked Charlotte years ago. I just ran with it. I used you. Look at you. Look how foolish you are. Look how stupid you are. That's what she needs to do. Otherwise, they're not going to understand that she's supposed to be a heel because she keeps smiling and she keeps playing to them and she's trying to be funny and she has that music, which is definitely not heel music. Mm-mm. She there's nothing i was so frustrated with this because it hurts bianca if it did if it was just her and it wasn't affecting anybody else i wouldn't be as upset but it's hurting bianca yeah and now again bianca gets drafted to raw too right so it, like i i think ultimately hopefully the plan is for bianca to get her win back get the belt back from becky and get that rub how long are we going to take to get there? Yeah, that's the big question. Yeah. Um, now, here's the the flip side: is I agree, not doing enough. But to be fair, I think this is exactly what the writers have done on purpose. I oh, don't think sure. it's an accident. Um, now, whether Becky has influence on it, who knows? As far as you know, who the guiding hand is, whether it's the writing team, whether it's McMahon whoever um but yeah she's definitely not being presented as a heel no and i watched charlotte and everything charlotte did oozed heel yes everything she said everything she did she started wadding the crowd i popped i thought that was fantastic yeah that's what you do that's what you do you cannot be cool and funny and be a heel yeah uh so yeah um I don't know. Of course, we did get uh, that they're going to do a Charlotte and Bianca main event on Raw because this egging on, uh, which we had that to look forward to. But before we second get to that, main event for Bianca, in yeah, a row. second main event in a row for Bianca, which is that's good. At least they're treating her as a big deal, right? Um, even if they're not booking the matches in the best way. Yeah. Um, uh, we had Damian Priest defending his championship against. Jeff Hardy. I had to wonder here, are they trying to turn Priest heel? Yeah, it's like... Uh, hmm. And if not, what a stupid match to book after that triple threat. Yeah. Where everyone wanted Jeff to win. If you're trying to get Priest over as a face, you don't put him back in there with Jeff. Yeah. It's like, come on. Oh now, God. I mean... I, I don't know. I mean, the match is good. I like yeah, Jeff. I like fine. Priest. He's great. But yeah, you're right. The booking just makes sense. I mean, ultimately afterwards was for me where the, the good story was and the real story. We got Austin theory. Yeah. Coming down. And I loved this. He's like, you know, you're one of my big influences. Can I get a picture? You're one of my heroes. And then just beats the tar out of him. Uh, And then takes the selfie laying down on the ground. I was like, okay, well, we have first feud for Austin theory. He gets high profile match because he's going against a legend like Jeff Hardy. This is all good for Austin. Let's see what he can do with it. Yeah. I think that was great. 
Um, the aforementioned, we had Shayna coming out uh, in a match against uh, the uh, formerly missing Dana Brooke. Yeah. Um, and I, I do want to call something out here, and that is Corey Graves. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've seen the thing. I don't think it was a personal animosity thing. It felt to me like it was his character. I think it was the heel character thing, yeah. but I think as a heel announcer, you should be there to hype up the heel in the match, not completely discredit and destroy the face. Mm-hmm. With your I, can, I can agree with that. Yeah. So I think the commentary was pointed in the wrong way. Or if you do it, don't point out things that are true. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, that was the problem. Everything was, he was saying, kind of true. Yeah, it's like it's like because I mean we we hear it all the time. Dana Brooks, one of the hardest working people backstage. Now again, you can put in the work and you can do all that, and sometimes you're just not going to be as good as other people in the ring. That's yeah. just the reality. Yeah, that's just what it is. I love Dana Brooke. I love her passion for the business. I love the effort that she puts in. Um, she does try her hardest, and I think that yeah. is great. Uh, and I think she does deserve some more respect uh, and maybe some more chances because, you know, with more TV uh, exposure and time, maybe. I mean, because the fans are obviously happy to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but Shayna picks up the win and what was essentially a squash. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, you know, goes to beat her up after the match, just like the previous two women, even Marie and Nia Jax. Uh, but Dewdrop comes out and makes the save. And Shayna kind of pops her real quick. Uh, but then, you know, she pops back up and they get the stare down. Like, we're going to get she a She didn't program. pop back up because she didn't go down. Oh, I'm sorry. She didn't go down. She just, she just took a, yeah. a smack, but she didn't go down. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think the, the idea was that Shayna thought it was going to take her down. And it yes. did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I'm all in for Dewdrop versus Shayna. Now it's kind of sucks because Shane is going to SmackDown. So this can't mm-hmm. be a program. It's going to be a one-off mm-hmm. and uh, no matter this who could loses, be really good though. It could be, it could be really good, good but no matter who yeah. loses, they're probably going to yeah. be a little hurt by this. Yeah. As far as momentum goes. Yeah. Uh, but I am definitely excited for that match. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you something, Steve. Yeah. What's up? Let's just say that you were at school where you're teaching and let's say there's a big assembly going on and you just Mm -hmm. decide to to get on the mic at the podium Mm -hmm. and say you want to murder one of your fellow teachers. Mm -hmm. What do you think would happen? Um. I probably wouldn't be working there too much longer. Might get arrested for yeah. a threat like a death threat, you think? Yeah, probably. Probably yeah. arrested. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk about Goldberg. Oh, right. <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah. Oh, my God. He, he's itching for some murdering. He just wants to kill somebody, namely Bobby Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like, like it when Drew McIntyre was doing it, and I don't like it now. And Goldberg's like, doing it. Like if he said it like once, and if you know, just I'm gonna kill you. It's like okay, 
But no, no, this is thought. This is now this mm-hmm. is murder one. This is premeditation. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm going to break your neck. I'm going to leave your lifeless body on yep. the ground and then apologize to your kids. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to cover you in sugar and release fire ants. And then, and again, what makes absolutely no sense, Bobby Lashley says, fine, you can have this match, but it's going to be no holds barred. Did you just not hear him say <laughs> right. he wants to kill you? you yeah. just, and again, as Goldberg says, you just gave me a license to kill. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. This, is, this is not what a face is supposed to do. No, this, is, no, this doesn't work. Mm-mm. I mean, obviously, the no holds barred means the Hurt Business definitely getting involved, and mm-hmm. we've seen them kind of jump him. But man, boy, did they look soft. Yeah. They have him jump Goldberg, and he just destroys them. That's why I'm yes. thinking, yeah, after after the Saudi show, the Hurt Business is done again as far as Shelton and Cedric are concerned. Uh, man, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who's okaying this. Um, I know for a fact that Bruce Pritchard does not think this is okay. He's talked about this sort of thing before in his podcast, so I don't know why suddenly Vince thinks it's okay or a good idea or no, I don't get it. I don't get it. And again, there's, and and like I say, I get that you're trying to be edgier. Yeah. You know, we're seeing more use of the S word, even on raw, get snuck in there here and there. Yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah, this is just, I think taking it a step in the wrong direction too far. Yeah. Um, by the way, Seth Rollins was the one who who dropped it on Raw. Yes, and and he did you see his tweet from last week? No, his tweet he tweeted like last the Tuesday before. Uh, I guess he was watching NXT, and you know somebody else I think had said it on Raw. He tweeted, "Oh, we can say shit now, huh? Interesting." <laughs> <laughs> and then Monday he sneaks it in there. I thought it was fantastic. I immediately remembered that tweet that I saw. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, yeah, wrong direction with this Goldberg stuff. I I am not interested in this match. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm interested in the sense that I think it'd be good for Lashley to get a definitive win. Yes. Yeah. If Lashley wins, okay, at least there's a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. If Goldberg wins bad yeah just, just horrible good. horrible yeah, yeah. anyway let's move on to the main events sasha no i'm not going to say that yet no bianca <laughs> yeah taking on charlotte was what i yes. was gonna say. that's what yeah i mean we all made it yeah mm-hmm. um and having a good match uh becky comes down to ringside uh and even i even made the comments like maybe we're going to get the, the 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 women's version of the two-man power trip Mm-hmm. Becky and Charlotte are going to team up that way they can that that would be a good step for Becky to say I'm a heel team mm-hmm. up with the other biggest heel right but no we didn't do that <laughs> didn't do that uh, we did get Becky getting involved a little bit yes and then down comes Sasha and gets involved and Sasha ends up looking really good at the end of this raw yeah she was the one standing tall and I wonder yeah and I wonder because they've been talking about crown jewel and a lot of the complaints sitting around outside of the stuff about Saudi Arabia, but is that they're kind of glorified house shows, right? 
like big storyline stuff really doesn't further itself. Almost no title changes. We had the vacant tag titles that were decided once, and then we had Goldberg beat The Fiend. And other than that, there have been no title changes. Yeah, no title changes, no furthering of stories. It's just, you know, we'll get storyline stuff, but it's basically a pause, a a Mm -hmm. stopgap. Yeah. Um, And they say that they want to change that. And we do have, you know, the SmackDown Championship technically held by a Raw wrestler and the Raw Championship held by a SmackDown wrestler in the women's division. So what if Sasha wins? That would be the right call to make. Mm -hmm. The only right call to make with the way the match is now, at least. Especially um, if maybe next week, because again, if you didn't know, the draft switches do not take effect until after Crown Jewel. Right. Still time for Charlotte to possibly drop that belt mm-hmm. to somebody on Raw. Yeah. No. Or I, I could totally see this. Becky becomes Becky two belts, beats Charlotte. And then loses the SmackDown one immediately at Crown Jewel. When would she beat Charlotte? Oh, maybe like on Raw. Oh wow, that'd be a big uh, a big giveaway. Yeah, yeah. Like beat her on Raw before Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably not going to happen, but yeah, they could. The you know, crowd popped when she said, "Maybe I'm going to be become Becky Two Belts again." Yeah. Yeah, of course they did because she's the face. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would love for something like that to happen. I'm, I'm just afraid they're just going to switch the titles. That's just I gotta hope not. Oh. Yeah, for the sake of the the other people in the division and the lineage of the titles, I just I hate stuff like that. I almost wish, and, and actually, maybe, and I, I don't know if this technically would also inflate their title reigns. Maybe we no longer call them the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship and we go the route of the Universal and WWE title and give them different names that aren't specific to a brand. World of WWE and Wonder of WWE. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that just, could happen. Just steal it straight from stardom. <laughs> Why not? Well, yeah. I mean, you could have the USA belt. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> It writes itself, folks. It, it does. It, it does. does. Um, <laughs> that would be preferable to the switching of belts, I feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least then there's a reason kind of for it happening. Uh, yeah. And you don't technically have a switch. You just get you're rebranding the titles. Yeah. Um, I would I'd be for that. I'd be I prefer that. Why not? Yeah. Right. We don't call it, you know, the raw championship and the SmackDown men's championship. No, let's give them the same respect as the men, which is what they claim to be wanting to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's take the connotation of the women's title away and just make it a title. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anything else on raw or anything you want to bring up from the show? uh, No, I think uh, that covered it. Uh, Last little bit of news to throw in there because it did just happen uh, yesterday. Um, or I guess late Wednesday was the announcement that AJ Lee is coming back to the world of wrestling. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, wow is coming back. Women of wrestling being brought back by CBS and Viacom. 
Um, now, the trailer they put out says coming in 2022. The press release around it says coming later this year. <laughs> so I wonder if they meant later in this uh, TV season, which would put it in 2022 if you go by the normal TV what season. What I read was fall 2022. So like uh, basically a year. So maybe maybe the press release just flubbed up on the later this year. You effed up. You effed up. Um, but anyway, that's going to be coming soon. And AJ Lee is going to be one of the executive producers. Yep. Which is very, great, very cool. Great one to have. Yes. Yep. I think that is fantastic. And we already know who their big top star they're hanging everything on, really. It's Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. For better or worse. We'll for see how this goes. Because I mean, I'll say this. When you talk about in-ring performance, she's fantastic. Yeah. But she does come with controversy. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, they did sign uh, Alex Gracia, who I've seen in uh, Ring of Honor, and I've, I've enjoyed her. So that's a good name. And I know they have a couple uh, people coming back from before uh, WoW went on their hiatus mm-hmm. back in 2019, I think. Um, I think what I think one of them's called the Beast. Okay, and she's definitely making a return. Uh, that's the only one that I that they specifically said. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who else might yeah. show up. Um in this promotion and like i say more great stuff and spotlight on women's wrestling yep. all for it excited excited yep. to We've see got the uh, impact tournament this weekend too yes so, uh, we have uh, the knockouts knockdown special which is going to be on saturday if you have impact plus mm-hmm. um and yeah some good stuff going on there i know um some people that have been announced to be in the tournaments uh from um other oh now i'm totally losing it i should have pulled it up and i didn't um chelsea green i know is in there oh yeah um she wrestled on uh, ring of honor this week yes um i think maybe even daniel monet formerly summer ray um, might be part of it um of course we know that we're going to see um, Gail Kim's going to be there, not in the tournament, but she will be making an appearance. Um, Tasha Steeles. Tasha Steeles. Jamie uh, Senegal. Renee Michelle. Renee Michelle. That was Rachel Ellering. Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, Mercedes Martinez. Lady Frost. So yeah. that should be very, very cool. Um, Mickey James, of course, will be on hand as well. Deanna Parazzo, you know, all your regular impact um favorites will be there but yeah definitely if you got time and want to check it out do it impact plus even if you sign up for just one month just to check this out Mm -hmm. still going to be cheap compared to most (laughs) pay-per-views so um if i get time i definitely do want to check it out uh if you don't get time to check it out but you want to know what happened it was recorded earlier so Mm -hmm. you can go on and check those uh, results out if you would like uh but if you like me and Steve, we like to watch things spoiler free. So, yes. Um, but yeah, so lots of good stuff going on. And that's great. But hey, as we always do, what was one thing you loved this week, Steve? Uh, I'm going to do two, two quick nods. One to a sign that I saw. I don't remember if it was Raw or SmackDown. I think it was Raw. Somebody had a sign that said, uh, we love you, Hana, 
Ashley Daphne. Oh. Um, so Ashley being Ashley Massaro. Yeah. Um, so I like that. But my other one for on-screen stuff, for creative stuff, actually going to AEW this week. Oh, hello. Um, before that hair versus hair match, they did an interview with Orange Cassidy in the back. And uh, they were asking him about the hair versus hair match. And he said, I'm sorry, what is this? <laughs> and and they, they, like the match coming up, hair versus hair. He said, wait, what? I, I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. What, what are we doing? <laughs> and they said, you have a hair versus hair match right now. And if you lose, you have to shave your head. And he said, oh, well, I'm going to win then. Yeah, <laughs> and then he Whatever, walked away, and he won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, for me, uh, giving a, a big shout out to James Storm. Uh, oh, and classy was... dude, man, classy. Yeah. He was booked for an indie event, and he got there, and the event was like, ah, well, you know, we paid you to appear, but we can't really pay you to wrestle, um, and you know. Some people might just get mad and no pun intended storm off <laughs> in that kind of situation. But James, like you paid me to appear. The fans want to see me. He sat in the stands during the event, having some beers, talking to fans, even, and this was the sweet, really sweet. He took a, um, a kid, uh, a handicapped kid to the back to meet the wrestlers, just an all around good dude. Yeah, way to go, James Storm. I wish a lot, a lot more people would have these kind of mentalities. Yeah, uh, not that I want people to be booked and then not paid, <laughs> right? You know, kind <laughs> right. of thing. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. make your money, right. but instead of shooting to the the negative and and being mad, James Storm's like, well, I'm here anyway. Hmm, just, I'm gonna enjoy this show, sit back and watch it, have some beer, and yep. talk to the fans. It's great. Yeah. yeah, loved every second about reading that. That was just awesome. Yeah. All right. Well. I, about does it for us this week we had plenty to talk about <laughs> yeah so enjoy the 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 extra long show yeah. um but yeah so big things happening again send us all kinds of feedback let us know your thoughts you know we're gonna be changing formats positively wrestling evolved coming on the 29th uh, excited can't wait for that we'll have more details on everything else including uh the weekly recap and uh our retro shows and everything we've got cooking up for the future. But uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can. You can email us at poswrestlecast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at pluswrestlecast. That's P-L-U-S. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom. And you can even find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling podcast uh we appreciate all the support and hope you're all going to stick around uh enjoy smackdown tonight and the beginning of the king of the ring and the queen's crown tournaments and rampage and knockouts knockdown and the stardom pay-per-view and all the wrestling that just keeps it's hard to believe people think that wrestling isn't popular right (laughs) (laughs) it never stops i'm always watching wrestling when there's all this content oh but no wrestling's not popular (laughs) but yeah enjoy all the great wrestling this weekend we will talk to you next week right here on positively wrestling matane